What's going on, everybody? So I went to Whitechapel this past weekend. It was pretty dope. I went. What else did I get? No, the new Bring Me the Horizon came out. That's pretty dope. And then the new Ask Alexandra coming out this Friday. Pretty dope. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me, Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram. Official underscore PITM on Twitter. Peace, guys, later. to the punch in the mouth podcast i'm adrian this is the podcast where we talk about people getting punched in the face but we don't do it ourselves we're nice people here ufc 288 in the books disclaimer 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 i still haven't watched any of those fights we're gonna recap them on wednesday but i do know what happened i as far as winners and losers go but we'll talk about what's next for them and um yeah we'll just go from there we'll talk about the nathan diaz first jake paul press conference that took place today first of all nate whoever you need running your youtube channel i got you brother i got you because i'll tell you one thing i was in the thing waiting for this press conference to start 11 30 came by nothing and then i saw the viewers they went down i'm like what's they found somewhere else to go guys nate if you need somebody to be running your youtube channel let me know just send me the videos and i will do it it's not hard i'll even edit them for you nate i'm not that good of an editor but i'll do it nate because they forgot to they didn't put it on his youtube channel and they were promoting it like they were like what the heck man I had to watch it somewhere else because I went on Twitter and people were saying, oh yeah, this press conference is on right now. And I'm sitting there going, well, I don't see it anywhere. And then I went to a different channel and it was there. Like, dude, come on, bro. Nate, hit me up. But anyway, you guys want to start with that? You guys want to start with the Nate Diaz, Jake Paul press conference? It was friendly for the most part. And then supposedly some guy that works for Jake Paul decided to tell... Nate that if his brother was gonna fight on the undercard because that guy was a boxer and if Nick fights anything like Nate that guy could whip Nick's ass I already told you guys the Diaz brothers they don't play that bro you want to talk smack to them that way get ready for a response you're not gonna like you know when Nate told that guy hold on you know when Nate told that guy he's like dude what are you doing he's like you know my homeboy's gonna see you're gonna be walking down the street he's gonna whoop your ass like what are you doing like I want to know what people think that they can go around just speaking to people in general like that. you know what it is that they come from this youtube culture and it's shock value and stuff like that and they just think about the views without the real life consequences like if that guy was being serious nate's crew would have jumped that guy bro nate wouldn't have because nate's going through some legal issues right now but nate's crew would have jumped that guy dude and the guy goes he's like you're feeling pretty stupid right now huh and nate's telling the dude the dude Nate's telling the dude, and the guy goes, yeah, I'm feeling pretty nervous right now. And then Jake Paul tells him, Nate, he works for me, he works for me, Nate. And then he tells the dude, shut up, bro, just shut up. And the guy's like, all right, all right, all right. And like, Jake, they must have talked about it before, because even before the guy opened his mouth and said that nonsense, 
Jake was already laughing. So we'll see what happens again. August 6th is when this fight is supposed to take place. And Nate is standing his ground, man. I'll fight this guy. I'm going to go back to the UFC and fight for a world title. I mean, that'll be insane if Nate can accomplish all of that. That'd be awesome. But yeah, Nate, we need to get that YouTube channel up and running. Hit me up. The crime. Talking about YouTube channels, I still need to get the ramp. I haven't forgot about doing it. What I think I'm going to do is for now, I'm going to do reels on Instagram. So make sure you follow me punch in the mouth official on instagram and i'll put them also on twitter official underscore pitm and since i recently got an iphone i'm thinking about starting a tiktok i don't know yeah i gotta see how this whole banning of the app turns out because what i don't want is to get all excited about doing something and then i can't do it anymore like that's horrible you know but let's talk about these fights that happened this past weekend yeah Aljamain Sterling defeating Henry Cejudo you have Bola Muhammad defeating Gilbert Burns you have Jan Shainan defeating Jessica Andrade you have Mosav Imanov defeating Diego Lopez and you have Charles Jordan defeating Kron Gracie and in a shocker I know Marina Rodriguez lost to Afrivola defeated Drew Dober and Kennedy Nizijopu defeated Devin Clark. Chaos Williams defeated Ronaldo Bellona. Marina Rodriguez lost to Werner Gengeroba. That shocked me, man. I thought Marina was going to run her over. Mafervola, that dude seems like the real deal. Now, this Kron Gracie, um, Charles Jordan thing. I mean... I saw this coming from a mile away. I don't like acting like that because you never know what could happen in a fight. But think of it this way, man. I, I said leading up to this card, did I not say the problem with the Gracies is that they feel that they're still in 1993 and that Jiu Jitsu is the dominant martial art over everything else and that nobody knows it on the level that they do which part of that is true like nobody knows Jiu Jitsu better than a Gracie does but people know it enough to negate it and be like okay I don't want to fight him here because this is where he can beat me you know I, I didn't see this fight but they told me when Kron was gonna pull guard Jordan just ran away like literally ran away from him i'm like okay this, that's smart it might not look manly or appealing to fight fans but it's smart because he's acknowledging like okay if i get down here with kron kron will beat the well no he'll just out grapple me you know i mean remember the statement he said last week that there should be just one round of like 15 minutes or 25 minutes why is he saying that there's a few reasons one if he gets in like a dominant grappling position and could just hold that person there he'll probably win the, the fight right another reason is because his style is so grappling heavy it gives him more time to look for the finish because even if it's grappling heavy he's not there to ground and pound win by tko ground and pound right looking to win by submission and sometimes submissions take a while to set up you know so i don't know if kron's gonna stay in the ufc but the gracies they need they need to figure something out bro like if you want to compete in mma you got you gotta mix it up nowadays it can't just be one one singular martial art. Mosav Ivolov. Let's let's see what ranking he is. That guy's ten. And I heard Giga Chikatse is gonna fight. Let me see what. 
I heard Giga Chikate had a fight. I don't know how true that is. Hold up. There's a reason I'm saying this. Oh, no, I guess not. I guess what he was saying is that he wants to fight Brian Ortega, Giga Chikate. But let's go back to the rankings. So, Imonov is 10. He's not going to fight. Oh, no. Well, he might fight Ilya Tapuri. But Ilya Tapuri is going to fight Josh Emmett. I'm going to fight Calvin Cater. Because Zombie. Because if Max goes, okay, give me Zombie. And then how are you going to give Giga Brian Ortega, though? UFC does weird things. They might do it. But if I'm Imonov, Mosab Imonov, I'll be like, give me Calvin Cater because he's the next guy open. Because let's say they give Giga Brian, I doubt Mosab wants to fight the Korean zombie. He might fight him. But I don't even know if the Korean zombie wants to do that. Because the Korean zombie says that if he fights again, it'll only be once more against a certain opponent. He's not just going to fight anybody. You know, so we'll see what happens. Keep an eye out for most of him. That dude's awesome. It's Evloev. Sorry, Evloev. Mubtsar Evloev. I don't know why I keep saying Imonov. I don't know why. It's Evloev. But that guy's awesome. He if he keeps going, he'll be champion within two years, I feel. But he's about to get into the upper echelon of the division, so we shall see what happens. We shall see what happens. Jessica Andrade versus Jan Shinyan. Um, this surprises me. The KO slash TKO. I thought Jessica was going to run through her. If anything, the result doesn't surprise me. It's who it happened to surprise me. Like, I would have expected it 10 in KO or TKO, but it's the, it's the result to who it happened to is what surprises me. And my only question is, was it similar to how Weili Yang did it, that she counter-blitzed her all the time? That's my only question. And she's saying, Gan Shainan saying, that the UFC is trying to do her versus Weili in China at some point. If they could do it. At UFC 288, Shainan defeated Jessica Andrade in round one. Brevity, Shainan hopes to give her extra boost into title contention. Brevity, Shainan hopes gives her gives her an extra boost into title contention. I don't know what the plan is for Wei Li's side. If she has a fight book, Shainan told MMA Junkie and other reporters at the post fight news conference. But if they gave me the chance, I can definitely fight for the belt because when I step into the octagon, my goal is to, to just my goal is just the belt my goal is just the belt i hope dana can make this fight happen the reigning woman strawweight champion wei lee doesn't currently have a fight on the book that matchup is next china admitted that she won't win a popularity contest against china's first ufc champion because Wei Li is the champion, I think she's more favored by the Chinese fans, Shainan said. Now, there's a lot of Chinese fans who criticize me. They don't like me. I kind of share the love with Wei Li. I just want to shut them up. I mean, why Why don't they like her? She's cool to me. Why wouldn't they like her? Because she's not the first champion? That's kind of weird. I think there's something behind that. Regardless of when or where it happens, UFC President Dana White indicated he sees Wei Li versus Shainan matchup as a major win for the promotion in the Asian market. I don't know where it's going to we're gonna do with Yan or where she's gonna go but I'm definitely going to look at China White then in a post fight news conference I'm looking at that right now I mean can you do it depends on the UFC schedule right because if they're going to China I'm pretty sure they don't have that booked right now but things can change really fast and is China even having live events 
Still, I know it's weird to say, but you never know. Countries are different. I guess so. Yeah, everything I'm reading. Yeah, so I'm in, bro. I'm in. I mean, Whaley got to win the belt in China, so why wouldn't they have a China versus China championship belt? That'd be cool in China. I'm in. That'd be awesome. It's sad that she feels that she won't have the support of the Chinese crowd. It'd be cool if they'd be neutral, you know? But yeah, if that's what's next for her, that's what's next for her. But now, Gilbert Burns versus Bilal Muhammad. Okay, I didn't see this fight, but people are saying that Gilbert looked like he hurt his shoulder in the middle of the fight. That sucks. I really do love Gilbert, but good on Bilal. Now, what I don't know is if that they're still trying to do Kobe Covington versus Leon Edwards at some point. Because I heard that Leon wanted to do it in Abu Dhabi. But I told myself, there's no way they let Kobe go fight out there. And plus, that would be headlined by Islam. Why, why would they put the welterweight title fight on that card? So, we have to wait and see. Because they also said that the winner of this fight would be, quote-unquote, the next title challenger after Kobe, I believe. And it's funny because the people at Submission radio the australian guys they interviewed Colby and they said so what do you think really who was the winner of that fight he's like dude nobody won that fight there's only one real winner in that whole fight and it was ali abdel abziz of course he calls him named but i'm not gonna say that right but he's saying that because ali represents both gilbert and bulal so he's getting money from both sides but look at bulal now now that he he's in the driver's seat yes he lost to leon that one time but other than that bulal has been um on fire you know he's been on fire so we'll see what happens with Bilal next it's gonna be nuts because he's fighting one or two people next he's either gonna fight Colby or Leon depending on who wins that fight because I do believe that fight's gonna take place first. Henry Cejudo versus Aljamain Sterling I mean what can you say again I haven't seen the, these fights yet I will watch them all all the main card at least now what i do find interesting is that people are losing their minds at the fact that one judge gave the fifth round to sterling which helped sterling win the fight because a lot of people thought henry won the fifth round because look it says ufc fans left in rangers they're clearly judging robs and shahudo bantamweight title I think it was on the say Henry Cejudo fell short in his bid to become a two-time Bantamweight champion, losing to Aljamain Sterling via split decision at UFC 288. What was a close fight? UFC judge Derek Cleary controversial scorecard became a major bone of contention on social media. Henry Cejudo came out of retirement after three years with the intention of reclaiming the Bantamweight title he had never lost in Jacqueline. However, Aljamain Sterling spoiled Cejudo's plans with a split decision victory. While two Judges scored the fight at 48-47 in favor of Sterling. Judge Michael Bell scored at 48-47 to the challenger Cejudo. However, UFC judge Derek clearly scored the fifth round in favor of the champion, a round which Henry Cejudo had won according to majority of the MMA community. Computity? That's what I wanted. And then it goes on to say, um, so the three judges gave Sterling the first round, and then two judges gave the second round to Henry, which Derek was one of them. The third round, all three of them gave it to Henry. The fourth round, all three of them gave it to Sterling. And in the fifth round, two judges gave it to Sterling. So I gotta go back and see what the fifth round looks like because if people are getting upset, it's for a reason. Like, it's a lot of people. It goes on to say several fans believe that clearly scored the fifth round correctly. Sehuro would have walked away with the victory. The MMA community, community took to Twitter to lambaste Derek Cleary. One fan wrote, Derek Cleary robbing Henry Sehuro of a title. Another fan wrote, that clearly should be held accountable for the mistake. Derek Cleary scoring the most clear fifth round to the wrong fighter. 
ultimately Henry Cejudo ultimately robbed Henry Cejudo. These judges need to be held accountable, and so does DC for being a complete idiot on the mic. Replace that drunk. Incredibly close fight to score. I had Cejudo, but definitely didn't wouldn't want to be a judge for that one. Gotta respect Sterling as a competitor. Meanwhile, rising UFC bantamweight contender Umar Nurmagomedov also agreed that the judges got the decision wrong. Okay, but like Umar and them, like I get it. They all share the same manager as Henry, so of course they're gonna support him. Again, I haven't seen the fight. Maybe after I watch it, I would go, okay, maybe clearly they get it wrong. But I'm not gonna sit here and ridicule this man without actually having watched the fight for myself. You know, like I wouldn't do that mm, but what's next for them so they took sean o'malley into the cage and so they're gonna set up that fight i heard it's gonna be in boston in august for ufc 292 and i also heard that they're looking to do jamal hill versus iri prohaska at 292 so we'll see what happens there as per henry it goes that he wants to fight rob dwallish really and rob's like all right bro let's go so you, there's that to look out for then there's nate diaz versus jake paul the press conference kicks off to, they kicked off today again the nate diaz youtube either they forgot about about the video or they they just put that up so people could go somewhere else i don't know hey but the funny thing was where nate goes he's like what's up with this sketchy ass press conference man how come there's no people here and then jay goes like you're the one that booked the venue remember he's like oh we're gonna get on that get on that we're gonna get on that we shall see and then my my understanding was it wasn't open to the public but i could be wrong it was only for me i remember and then it's funny because they face off and then jake like starts touching nate but Nate doesn't react as usual maybe because of the legal troubles he's going through but he's not at reacting as usual like yo don't touch me or I'll mess you up you know like he let Jake touch him and he didn't really do much to him maybe he doesn't feel threatened by him I don't know but that's all I got for you guys make sure to follow me punch the mouth official on Instagram official underscore PITM on Twitter peace guys Um, for the Wednesday show I will have watched the fights and I will give you my notes on them but until then be safe make sure to show nothing but love to all the ones you love Peace.